Hello guys, welcome back to With Passion Podcast. I hope you guys are doing great wherever you are, be it good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I hope you're doing good. So today I have a very special guest with me. I'd love you guys to welcome Kate Stone today. She's a keynote speaker and she helps students in writing essays for their college admission applications. Hi Kate. Hi Kushi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. How are you? Well, I'm really good. I'm feeling very inspired today. I went to a very cool moth live storytelling event last night in Manhattan uh, in New York. And it was just really cool to watch people get up and tell a, a, a compelling under five minute story, you know, that was funny and sad and compelling. And I just needed that kind of I tell stories for a living and I help other people tell stories. So it was cool to get that inspiration. Wow, it sounds like a roller coaster of emotions that you had. <laughs> um, at the event? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, people, Perfect. you know, were telling all different types of stories about losing parents, about 9-11, about family traditions. Some were really funny, you know, and I was part of what I was doing there was I was curious about, you know, could I pick up some ideas in terms of like, how is a good story structured, right? How does one tell a good story? And what's the difference between a story and, you know, a really good one, like a story that's told really, really well, you know? Yes, I perfectly get it. I love the beauty that readers and writers share about literature. Like every piece of art speaks in its own way. And we, even if we are writing or we are reading, we just find a compelling way. And to every individual that speaks in a very different and in just a very specific manner. So I just love the beauty of artists. So that's just, that blows my mind in every way possible. If you're an artist, you will always be an artist, you know? And I do I, I do believe that most people are artists and it just gets expressed in different ways. But I think when it comes to like literature and music and film and all of these different mediums. So yeah, I, it was a really cool experience. And I got some ideas for my mm-hmm. students. I, you know, I have a college coaching business out there for folks who are applying to college mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to get some ideas actually about what works what doesn't what you know what are different storytelling devices that one can use I suggest your book that I read recently and talked a lot about artists and to everybody listening read this book because this is just so inspiring and it's named Steal Like an Artist that book is just it changed my perspective towards artists and it changed the way like artists make God, that's just amazing. So now, without further ado, let's start with getting to know you more and asking you questions and just interviewing you. <laughs> Go for it. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so my first question would be: Why don't you introduce yourself? Give us some kind of backstory about you, and how did you started doing what you currently do? Wow. So I have had a unusual journey. Um, you know, I grew up on a horse farm in New York, in upstate New York. Um, uh, my mom was a lawyer who had traveled down to Manhattan um, every day for work. And I kind of like had this very 
um, lovely childhood growing up around horses and around nature and kind of like with all my cousins and like very, it wasn't like, I did not grow up in suburbia, essentially. It was a very unusual type of childhood. Um, but I wanted to get out. So after I graduated NYU, um, it was the 2008 uh, stock market crash. Um, and so I, it was very hard to get a job. And so I thought, I think my best bet is to go do a teaching fellowship in Asia and move to Thailand and teach and just kind of like travel around and see what's going on. Um, and from there I realized I lived in Bali for like four years and I was like fully an expat. Like I, I didn't come home for like four years. I was really trying to find myself. Um, I was really trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Like, who am I? And, you know, I guess I needed a little bit of time to figure that out. Um, and I was just kind of floating around Thailand and Bali and Southeast Asia and India. And, um, and then I realized I really, there's this part of me that has always wanted to be an actor. And it's also the part of me that scared me the most. So, um, it was a sort of a terrifying prospect, but I thought, well, it's now or never, you know, sometimes you it, like, if you feel like you're going to regret something in your life, if you don't do it, you have got to do it. <laughs> and don't wait, you know, just do it, take action, just get it done. Um, so I left, I came back to New York, went to theater school, moved to Los Angeles within six months. And I've been, I was an actress in Los Angeles for like 10 years and had a pretty successful career there. I worked, um, and you know, on the side, you know, when you're waiting around for jobs or auditions, um, or things are on strike, you know, you like all actors need a side gig. All actors have like multiple different interests, you know, mm -hmm. they're not just actors. Um, and so I was, I was like, I want to keep teaching. I want to keep, you know, I'd had these, all these little mentee, uh, little girls in Bali that I was teaching and working with. And I loved mentoring and teaching and guiding and kind of like passing down what I was learning to these girls. Right. Because sometimes teaching something helps you learn it a little bit better. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so teaching and acting and art, they, they've all been interconnected. Storytelling and teaching, right? Yeah. So, because <laughs> that's what you're doing as an actor and with the college essays and helping students tell their story is like, you know, I can, and I can just kind of like see an essay sometimes and just go in and just, I know exactly, maybe it's because I'm like a Virgo and I'm like, editor and I'm always looking for like <laughs> what I can fix. Mm -hmm. I just see exactly what needs to be changed. And obviously I trained for years and how to tell a good story. Um, so there's a lot more to it than just like looking at what you can fix. You know, it's, it's looking at who is this person? Like, are we telling their whole story? Um, where do all, like, what are all the pieces and how do they all fit together? You know? Um, so it's kind of like puzzles. It's like solving a puzzle, kind of. Oh my. You know, <laughs> I start with 
very like i'll start with something that stuck with me because you moved out of your hometown to find yourself and that is something i just admire about people people who have the courage to leave their hometown behind and to go to another place to find themselves themselves that are those like whenever someone tells me they did that it's just i have this partiality towards them i'm like those are my people because that's what <laughs> i've always wanted to do like i imagine from the age of 11 to 12 i was very sure that after doing my high school i'm going to go to another country and i'm going to complete my education there and i'm going to find myself who i am as a person that's just this is just unfair personality in me but i just love those people there's something that ignites in my heart for those people and <laughs> it's just it's just amazing how we move how we move forward and every new city has its own like cuisine its own entertainment its own fun like it has a whole different vibe that we have not yet explored so that makes you just 10 times more happier than you've ever been and i do believe that acting and writing kind of have a similarity because even when you're acting you need to soak all the lines in that is speaking and you need to been that character so much that you could experience everything that character is experiencing so somehow that relation kind of interrelates like this is my first time comparing acting and writing but i think they do share a similarity as so so similarity the thing about acting right kushi is that um it's very hard to act when there's bad writing <laughs> because it doesn't have a clear thought process. It's not like fully thought out. But when you have really good writing, when the mm-hmm. writing is incredibly good mm-hmm. and well crafted, acting it is suddenly complete like it's a it's easy. It's simple. It's so clear. Um and so yeah, good writing acts itself in a way. So I guess that's the idea is we're trying I'm trying to get to the I think a lot of the time with students they they think they have to be super fancy and so you know they have to sound so smart and they have to use a lot of words and it gets really wordy and you can kind of like lose the point in the story whereas it's actually way more effective to be simpler uh to be almost like a poet in the way you write yeah. just like to cut straight to the truth as quickly yes as simply as he possibly can and this is obviously i'm not talking academic writing i'm talking personal essays i'm talking about when you're trying to write to connect to people emotionally to convince them of something to t- show them something to teach them something to communicate an idea is the simpler you can get it um without it being cliche obviously um yeah and that's really about like playing around with phrasing and exploring different ways of saying things that's like it, it, in in other words it's a very like it's a skill of poets i think in some ways you have to combine the two and the way you do it in my opinion the way you become a better writer is to read a lot yep. of different things you know is to be an avid reader You know, I just wrapped up with a writing fellowship at with Bastian, and there's one thing I told to everyone who was participating, and I just told them that be yourself and don't write from your mind, write from your heart, yeah. because we are in such a humanist kind of generation that today 
everyone everyone is facing their own battles and we do not show it on our faces we have this huge work toxic environment or a personal life toxicity that that does not match and as a human as a human if you listen to your heart a lot of confusion in your life can be clarified like just listen to your heart what your heart says what your inner gut voice says because 9 times out of 10 people listen to their mind and they end up messing up things like you should know when you have to listen to your mind and when you have to listen to your heart mm. and indeed poets are the most beautiful creature creatures on earth being a poet myself i just i know poets i feel like i know every part of being a poet being poet is just like it's like feeling everything twice for me if i had to describe poets it would be like feeling everything twice like a person processes emotions in a normal way but as a poet you do not you think about it you write about them you still feel it you like you weep and you cry, you weep and you write and that's just that's just a poet and that's just the beauty of it so <laughs> i love that appreciate yes so i just like let's start with the questions my first question for you would be when did you actually realize that you wanted to teach and mentor people like teens even for that fact well i think it was when i was in bali um i had a mentor um jonathan he was my so my my childhood's a little bit was a little bit complicated because my dad uh struggled with severe addiction mm-hmm. um alcoholism and so i i obviously that affects everybody in the family um and i really struggled um with you know all the the fallout of that and so um i found out about a 12 step program Mm-hmm. Um 12 step is for alcoholics. It's a a, yeah. a spiritual program that it helps you relinquish control over a chaotic environment mm-hmm. or something chaotic in your life and it teaches you how to relinquish um the need for control to a higher power, right? It's like I admit that I am powerless over the situation um and I hand my life my I hand my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand God, right? So that could be anything, right? It's a very agnostic it's it's like agnostic and it's not. <laughs> you know, so it's like we're making a decision that we do believe in a power greater than ourselves. Um and it was there that I really started to unravel a lot of the wounding of my childhood and to understand why i was frozen and unable to take action in my life <laughs> it was because there was i was all tied up inside um so in the 12 step program you have to do a moral inventory that's the fourth step and you need a sponsor uh to help you to guide you through that because you're looking at everything like your honesty, your integrity, um, you know, the your relationships, your relationship with yourself, um, jealousy, you know, like you're looking at all essentially the way you relate to every aspect of your life and look at whether it's serving you or not and so it's very helpful to have somebody to kind of hold your hand as you like <laughs> look at like you know truths about your behavior or your you know your um your beliefs about things right 
and that can be pretty traumatic. And so I had an amazing sponsor who was, you know, he was like a father of three girls and he kind of became my sort of like a default dad, um, in a lot of ways, my surrogate father, um, because I really didn't have a present father in my life. Um, and you know, it was through that experience that I was also teaching at the same time. I was like teaching all these, you know, young girls on the island and I would ride my motorcycle around Bali and I would just like go from one villa to the next, to the next, to the next, like just teaching all these little kids. Um, and everything I was learning from doing my 12 step program for my spirit, I'll call it a spiritual awakening. I was able to apply to kids who were struggling with dyslexia, who were struggling with social issues at their school, who were figuring out, you know, how to deal with a, a, a fight with a friend. Um, and so I took all the spiritual principles that I was being shown and learning how to apply and kind of like sharing it with this young, with this young contingent on this island, on this little island in the middle of Indonesia. And I realized, wow, this is so satisfying, not just for me and my development, but I'm like building relationships with these kids that, I mean, I still, I still am close with these kids, even though I haven't seen some of them in like 10 years. Um, you know, I, I check in on them and, you know, I had an impact on their life and I know what I did. Um, and that's a really incredible feeling. And so I, I've, I think the most important thing to me looking, if I really look at what I want to be and do is I want to make, I want to move people emotionally and that can be through art, um, storytelling, acting. Um, but it can also be through guiding and teaching and, uh, because you can't really, you can only be as good of a teacher as far as you've done as you've developed your own spiritual life, your own personal development. So it's a constant challenge to teach because what can you really teach if you don't have anything to teach? So you have to be constantly kind of like taking stock, taking inventory of like where you're going off track, like where you're having negative thoughts, like where, where you need to clean up your side of the street in order to be as valuable of, of value to other people, essentially, <laughs> to be able to give them valuable gifts. Um, it starts with giving to yourself so you can give to others. And it starts by holding yourself up to a high enough standard so that you can pave the way and you can show the way. I love the last line you spoke like, I was going to interrupt you right now, but I was like, no, let's not do that. But I loved that last line you said, like, that was amazing. But first of all, without saying anything, I just want to say thank you so much for being so courageous to tell your story. And I know it's very, it's like, I think it's uncomfortable at first to go and tell that personal story about you because that story leaves a very huge impact on your teenage years and even in your adulting life so thank you so much for being so courageous and sharing the story i've been through like these kind of things in my life but i have never had the guts to talk about it even in front of anybody so i just i just salute you for that and second um what was i saying yeah so um i think that every like 
every country every city has its new magic and every passion that is very true to yourself universe has its own way of making you realize it and i think bali was that way where you realized that you actually loved teaching and mentoring along with acting yeah. so i'd love to move this conversation towards more of a college admission type of process so there's this thing that i read on internet and i've seen many people talking about it so people tell that you should usually start your essays one year before like you're applying like if you're applying in november you should start them in previous year november now i am personally applying to like i'm planning to apply to some us colleges this like this month for the upcoming fall 2024 and i personally do not agree like it's just my personal opinion but i do not think yeah, that you have to write an essay a year back i think like <laughs> i feel like write it a week before because <laughs> like that's when you show your true personality if you write something one year back you keep editing it and that's just a grammatical essay that's not about you like your inner personality comes with writing one or editing that draft like don't just go out and edit hundreds of its drafts and then say that it's about you how can it be about you like you'll have so many th- like that just not makes sense to me so i'll ask you this question that i'm thinking you got what i'm asking <laughs> I totally get what you're asking and I have a couple things to say about that. Mm-hmm. A year in advance at 17 years old is a a lot of experience and a lot of self-awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So to think you're going to write the essay a year before is a it's a lot. I have I have had a small percentage of students who have written the essay like 8 or 7 8 months before they submit and but they're like it's different i think in some ways like i think that's for students who are like really clear on the story they yeah. want to write who will um, not change in an year like you will change your personality in an year like it does not it just is not so <laughs> me i just laugh whenever yeah. i think about it yeah what you value um so many experiences happen your junior year it's such a defining year um and so what i would say is that starting the year before that students start researching like i do a lot of free workshops for instance so like mm-hmm. come to the free workshops and like start learning about topics and it'll start it'll get you inspired it'll like do the brainstorming exercises mm-hmm. like um start writing just for fun like yes. tell stories like practice you know there's something to you want to write like this insanely amazing essay you've got a month oh my god like that's a lot of pressure <laughs> that's a lot of pressure um but there's a a lot of benefit to studying and learning how to tell stories um because even though like ai everyone's like oh ai is going to take over personal stories it still sounds like a robot i've experimented a lot with ai and i pay for the the version that like is supposedly better um it doesn't really sound like a human so <laughs> you know like human stories telling human stories is what makes us human so uh to be able to understand how to write creatively is going to be a skill i think um that is it just adds value it makes you more valuable as a as an employee um in the marketplace um look like 
you know, in order to sell anything, we sell through stories and we sell all the time. The marketplace is always a place where we are selling products, selling services, selling ourselves, selling ideas, selling concepts, selling problems, you know, (laughs) selling solutions. And the way we do this is through telling stories. So telling stories will never die. So as it relates to the college essay more practically, no, you don't need to start writing it a year before. I would suggest that students start um, writing it over the summer. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did like that's where we pick up speed is is over summertime mm-hmm. um, because sometimes it just it takes a while to figure out to get your like I like to say, get your arms around it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes students think, oh, this will be easy. It'll be like one to two revisions and then I'll be able to submit it. It's like it's not always it's not that simple either it's it becomes like very personal and um working through kinks and challenges in the essays some for some students it's really clear and the essay and the story like really flow and for other students like oh so much here is problematic what do i do i'm really confused about how to fix this um and that's why people come to me um so sometimes it's just about you know, giving yourself the time to work through the story. Because remember, storytelling is about looking at what do I want to say and going, oh yeah, yes, that mattered. Or, oh, actually that wasn't what I thought it was. Or, you know, wow, that had a bigger impact on me than I thought it did. So that's what that's what writing and drafting a story is about. It's about figuring out what experiences really matter to you what actually isn't that important and wow this is actually a really significant moment and i should really emphasize this and how do i organize this now based on that digging into myself a deeper reflection on my on my experiences so far the the reason why we write is to gain clarity that i mean that's the whole reason why we write So, you know, we're just trying to understand ourselves better. So the more time, obviously, that you have to do that, again, starting like around the end of the school year, you take your, you you know, you take your little break, um, you know, have a decompress and then jump into the writing work over the summer where when you have time, ideally, um, or when it's just, you know, you you don't, it's tough right now for students who are um, needing help because the pressure is on fall of senior year is so intense it's just like what it's like sometimes the hardest semester of all of high school even more than junior year so um to add the color like having to start the personal statement to that is is um is a lot you know and it's we're only human (laughs) so give yourself you know help yourself out is basically my suggestion start in the summer so i think like everyone has their own timeline in the end but i don't know like i am so happy you agreed with my thought of not to start writing an year like back like i'm just so happy that you agreed with it i needed someone to say that no don't write it a year back like i remember someone like one of my friend she applied to a lot of uk universities and she's from india too and she uh, like i wanted to apply to one id one id that i love so she told me start an year before and like a year before that's just like me changing my personality every single day because every (laughs) single day i'm a new person i don't know who i am and still exploring so see i 
I process things in life in a very different way than people do. I have a very unique way, and I completely agree. My way is not. I'm sure it is not suitable to hundreds of people out there. So, listen to Kate because I'm not experienced person in this. I'll apply myself for the very first time, so I have no clue about what to write. But I I did read some university prompts this year. Like I read of Yale, and I just loved those prompts, and I just loved the one where it said that. if your application like if you feel that your application is incomplete without one story tell that one story something that, that prompt was about telling what you felt is important and is not anywhere in your application so that that those things are like i think that those things come in the moment when you're just realizing that you are applying to what you've always wanted to do wanted to do in life and it's time to write that story so yeah okay so my next question would be that Are essays the perfect way to judge a person's character for college application officer or anyone who's checking the application? Well, it's a window. <laughs> you know, it's a window into like is 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 one essay going to tell all of you? It, it can actually do a lot. It can tell a lot about you. It can share a lot of qualities about you, a lot of interests you have, a lot of knowledge you hold, a lot of um uh values. You know, that's really important. Are what are this who are what are the values the student holds and how have they demonstrated those values, right? What are the examples for evidence that they're using? So, an essay can do a lot and um I I'm one of those people, I'm one of those college essay coaches that I really like to like if an if I feel like an essay is too narrow, mm-hmm. like it's only covering one story, the danger of that is y- you know that when there's a lot of repetitive information or um it's it, it gets too wordy or like you go you explain too much about something that you can explain in just a couple sentences. And I can pick that up pretty quickly. Um because sometimes like a first draft you're just focused on like one one little story one sliver of yourself and what i like to do is i like to come in and be like well how okay so this is cool this story works but this could be like one to two paragraphs now what other qualities or parts of your personality parts of your life are connected to that story and how can we connect them you know again it's about um being able to condense uh being able to be very succinct in your storytelling um and basically making sure that you are not leaving money on the table you know mm-hmm. and that like this it's a great question to ask if you're getting feedback if you're looking for feedback you can say hey it's like do you think this is too narrow a story like could i incorporate more parts of myself into this Could I condense this? How could I? Like you can ask people really specific questions. Um especially if it's like a guidance counselor or an English teacher. Um I would suggest starting with those questions honestly. Um because actually I think a college essay can communicate so much about you can communicate a lot in 650 words, you know? Um I do a newsletter. I'm like known. I feel like I'm famous for my my <laughs> newsletters cuz I do them every week and I've been doing them every week for 4 years. And um and I think if you incorporate images, examples and details, like those create images 
inside the imagination of your reader. And they might be extrapolating meaning, but they will feel like they know you. So do they know the real you? Probably pretty close, (laughs) you know? know? And like the imagination is a very powerful thing. And I would argue that the imagination is what connects all of us in the non-physical. I think we all share our imagination. It's why when we go to a movie and we participate in that story, that it all moves us in the same way. Cause we're not just watching the movie. We're like literally our mirror neurons are firing. So, you know, when we're, when we're experiencing or reading an essay, we're experiencing the same emotions, the same experiences that you have, like we're empathizing with you and that we're bridging something between us. Like there's a bond between the reader and the writer in, in that moment. So it's actually an incredibly intimate, <laughs> it's an, I think it's an incredibly intimate experience. Um, yeah, I, and the more craft, the more you revise, the more you um, are able to hone your phrasing and your succinctness and your truth and your rawness in it and provide really clear examples that show versus tell like the more that bond is forged the stronger that bond will become between your reader and you and that's really what we're trying to do with the college essay is to like make this fiction because people act based on emotion Mm -hmm. right so if they're activated emotionally um, they will act in your favor they will respond to you in your favor they will advocate for you, you know? Um, so does it communicate who you are? I think it can, yeah. If done the right way, I think it can. I think as someone who's processed life as a poet and a writer, I think there's something I love about the US, like, and all other countries that offer you to write an essay. Because as I live in India and we get our college like college admissions on the basis of the marks we scored in our grade 12 like there you do senior year junior year here we do on the basis of grades so the marks you scored in your grade 12 which is the last year of high school and the marks that you scored on another like like you have SATs we have CUTs like on those on those bases you get admission to your colleges and this is one of like the worst thing I've ever seen because I hate being compared to marks like you I have that academic well kind of structured in my mind but at the same time I want to get into a college because I want them to know who I am as a person so this is something I just love about countries who provide students an opportunity to write their essays because I think you agree with like SS tell us our true personality and I think students getting that opportunity to show who they are is very important because in the long run I do not think that the marks you scored in your maths, your English or even your SST, any subject matters like you should have some practical thinking, you should know who you are and that's what makes you an amazing person in the long run. Mm. I think students also have to be cautious about um... God, there's so much pressure. I, most of my students that I have this year, like there's so much anxiety and it has to be perfect and it has to be a killer essay and it has to be like insanely good. And in my experience, yeah, that helps, but it's not always, it's not always, that's not always how it works out. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these institutional priorities on the side of the college that 
you just have no idea about you know it's like it's (laughs) it's like you can't you can't put so much pressure on yourself to make an impression with the essay that you completely lose touch with reality. Yes, 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 yes. All. Like, I know students who've gotten into Ivy League schools and their essays were like, okay, you know, they were all right. Like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have used them as example essays for when I'm teaching writing necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were okay. Maybe they just didn't have enough time. Maybe they came to me late. You know, and it was it was like a last minute triage effort, um, and they did okay. So, it like you just don't know um, what's going on behind the scenes. But I think that if you approach the essays with a more curious attitude, an approach like this isn't. I know it's very hard to do this because we're so results oriented, especially in the U.S. Um, but really looking at telling a story is an incredibly powerful act. And this is the first time students are learning how to tell their story, a story. Um, and so I, I'm a big believer that the stories you tell, you become. And what makes us human is how we extrapolate and make meaning of our experiences. And so it's kind of like, in some ways, this massive um, initiation into adulthood which is like, okay, child, like ready to be an adult, make meaning of everything in your life so far. And, you know, who, and what stories are you gonna tell moving forward, right? And sometimes a lot of those stories are like traumatizing and painful and difficult. And there's stuff in the past that students are like working out and it's an important process to work through for a lot of students. And so if you can, yeah, I I wish we did storytelling earlier in some ways, like your own personal stories. You know, I wish we taught this in English class. You know, we teach literature and we teach analyzing literature, but like, isn't it like more relevant to weave in um, analyzing (laughs) our own stories? (laughs) We forget that we are living a life too at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like how do we, how do we make meaning and purpose from our experiences? Like it's it determines a lot of, it, it determines our our beliefs, our ability to discipline ourselves, our ability to motivate ourselves, our ability to dream big, take big action, and there's like very little <laughs> self analysis or self examination built into the current educational curriculum. Although I think that's you know, on the precipice of a big change. Yes. Um, but, you know, we're still in this model where um, it's like, oh, if we just get into this college, we'll be fine. And it's like, that's not actually. Yeah. That's like, not. like I went into, I, I got into, you know, I did NYU and Princeton teaching fellowship and all of that. I did all the right things. And I struggled for years in my 20s, mostly because I, needed again to learn how to tell my story to learn how to do the inventory to learn how to examine my experiences and you know that I didn't get to do that in in my teenage years I had to do that in my early 20s so you know I mean (laughs) what I you know I always think like wow like uh I think there's just a huge benefit to um 
we forget we 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 lose track of what's actually really important we un- we don't understand the like what actually determines successful people and we don't train children for that we don't train them how to be successful and we don't teach them the principles of being successful or even figuring out what does success look like for this kid you know <laughs> and helping them uh, create a pathway to that um it's all kind of like it's all random seemingly, but you know, at, at some point in life, you, every, every child who becomes the adult will have to figure out what success means to them and then how they're going to develop the skills to go for that success. Yes. You know, it's like, just like telling your own story with your own words and with your own mouth. Like I love this quote when Selena Gomez said this in one of her interview, like I wanted to share my part of narrative of the story. I think when you know yourself, even in the teen years, if you know who you are in the present, that actually helps a lot when you're writing essays because mm. you know the person who's writing this, you know the person who has been through it, what they have felt and like you have been that person and you have known every mask you have had or put on for so long. So that actually helps, helps I think. And to be very honest, the education system needs to have a lot of changes. like. It needs to grow from go from up here to very very far long distance because it's just like when you're done with college you're thrown at life in like a second of in a fraction of a second you're thrown at life and you're like everyone leaves you and you're alone and you're like okay I have to figure this out of myself and that's when the real struggle starts when you face your life all by yourself alone and no one to help so before ending yeah. and before saying bye to you let me ask you one final question what would be one piece of advice you will share to the people who are writing essays now for the fall 2024 admissions okay my my piece of advice is this um you can't really figure out what your story is until you look back and go what are like the five to six most significant moments in my life like just write those out. Don't try to connect the stories. Just write them out as if they're like one story at a time. Um, and what that's going to do is you're going to start to see reoccurring themes. You're going to start to see patterns in these really significant moments of your life that you now have like written out, pulled apart, fleshed out, and it's going to give you ideas. Um, I have my own way of doing this, but I started doing this a couple years back because my brainstorming is great on one hand, like it brings a lot to the surface, but unless I know like what are the most significant things that you've gone through or experienced or, and I'm talking about like, they could be things that change your perspective, moments where you lost something, moments where you gained something, moments that you like took a risk, moments, a moment of like immense courage. And you'll start to see where, what the themes that emerge are and you'll begin to be able to organize your you know the paragraphs or the parts of your essay look if you're if you're talking like a public like i'm a keynote speaker i do like uh public speaking mm-hmm. and a long let's say you're doing like a 90 minute keynote speech it's basically just a series of like two to four minute anecdotes that are strung together that's what a long speech is it's two to four minute it's like it's it's essentially 
yeah, like um, 35, 40 of these two to three minute anecdotes that are all interconnected. Um, and so you're trying to figure out what are the, what are the moments, what are the islands of my personality um, that I want to make sure I can connect here. And you start with those five to six personal significant stories because that'll help you emotionally connect to yourself um, and it'll help you feel um, dropped in to the writing process. And I believe that you need to be emotionally dropped in and grounded before you can even start writing anything worth telling. You know, it's, it's like you have to be connected to yourself before you can really start writing something good. Um, and it might, it, honestly, it might sound terrible at first and that's okay. What I'm looking for is just be comfortable with writing a bad draft because if you write a bad draft, you can bring that to get feedback. And that person who like, I always say like, okay, just give me a bad draft. I can pull one to two really good ideas from this. And then we can re outline it based on your five to six stories, based on your brainstorming, based on what I know about you, based on the theme that's emerged here. So it's being a, and it's like, it's sort of like as a coach, I'm an abstract thinker and I have to think abstractly. So I have to quickly grab what's valuable and then begin to reorganize it. Um, and so, yeah, I would start with the five to six stories and I would start with a bad first draft. Those are the two things I'd recommend. Oh my, this is such an wholesome advice because I completely agree sitting down and writing your thoughts because that's the first thing, first key to have a successful writing page. Like connect with your past, present and future, sit down with your emotions, don't ignore anything, just feel what you want to feel and then write it on paper. To everyone who's listening, I'll highly, 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 highly recommend you to reach out to Kate if you're writing or planning to write essays soon. I think I'm going to reach out to you very soon for my essay because I just have to, I feel like at the moment. So, yeah. Um, I, um, thank you so much for coming here. <laughs> I would love for you to reach out to me, Kushi. I'd love to help you. Yeah. I want to, I've got free workshops coming up and mm -hmm. we have them all year round. We've got tons of them coming up in the fall, but we also have tons of them coming up in the new year through the spring, through the summer. Like if you go to universitygurus.com slash workshops, um, you'll see what we have. We have how to write your personal statement workshops. We have live feedback sessions. We have secrets to getting into Ivy league. We have, um, workshops on supplemental essays on the UC essays, university of California application. We have, um, supplemental, uh, workshop so we've got a ton of stuff like basically anything you need we got it <laughs> so for everyone who's listening you can pause the episode right now and scroll down to the description and click on the link that i'll be adding in the description box and do check out the website because after listening to this podcast i'm 110 percent sure you'd love for kate to work with her to edit like for her to edit your essay and everything because I just, I feel that, so you should feel the same for some reason because I'm just very happy with how this conversation went, how I got to know you and so much more. And not only this to everyone who's listening, we just landed a partnership with Little Words Project. Our bracelet with passion is out for a month and we are fund, fundraising. So make sure you get your bracelet and please, please, please do send us your photos wearing those bracelets on our Instagram handle, which will also be linked in the description box. 
so take care have a great day guys ahead and just keep your heart safe